At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I'm looking forward to this conversation. I've been looking forward to this uh, for a while now, ever since I read a piece by uh, our next guest in Globe and Mail talking about TV, which is one of my favorite things on earth. But boy, it's changed. Just think about it. If you're if you're my age or older, even probably a little bit younger, um, you remember how it used to be, right? Appointment television. We sat down to watch a show because that's when the show was on. You know, if you wanted to see the show, you had to be there sitting in front of the TV to watch it. You might catch a rerun years later if you were lucky, but if you missed it, you missed it. Nowadays, no, not anymore, right? It's all about on-demand, binge-watching, streaming, all this stuff. Plus, there's just so much of it. It's not the same. It's better in some ways, but... In a lot of ways, I think we're missing out. So we're going to chat now with Randy Boyagoda, who is a novelist and a professor of English at the University of Toronto. His latest novel, Dante's Indiana, has yet to become a television series, but we're holding out hope. Randy, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Very happy to be here. I love TV, and I get the sense by reading your article that you do too, but man, it's changed a lot, hasn't it? It really has, Shay. I mean, I think you really, your your introduction there made a series of observations that resonated very much with with what I had on my mind when I wrote that essay for the Globe and Mail about the, I think, unintended consequences of the age of great television, which is, you know, what we're supposedly in. Yeah. I think it's more like the age of exhausting television. <laughs> um, there's a couple of different things there. When you say exhausting, is that because there's just so much? I mean, there's just so much TV now? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Somebody tells you about a new show, and then you just kind of groan, yeah. right? Um, uh, somebody mentioned, I forget what show it was. Uh, they're already on to the third season, and I thought, I have to watch you know, 48 <laughs> episodes of this thing because it's so amazing. But then you do the passive-aggressive thing, and you say, oh, no, no, but have you seen Succession? How could you have not seen Succession? And then you make them, you shame them for what they haven't watched instead. So that, um, like, in this piece, my, my main observation is that it used to be, hey, did you see that episode of Seinfeld last right. night? Oh, what do you think's happening in the X-Files on Sunday? Right now, no one says, did you see? No one uses that phrase anymore. Now the phrase is, have you seen the bear? Have you seen Rami? Have you seen interview with the vampire? Right. It's and almost always the answer is nope, nope, nope. But have you seen this instead? And so, what you know, that's this was not a kind of a major think piece or anything for the Globe and Mail. But what I was really lamenting was that it used to be the case that, you know, you and I might not know much about each other, but we probably both think Kramer is funny. Oh, we yeah. both, there's, a, there's a certain level of kind of easy conversation that you can have with people that are not members of your family in public, and we've lost that now. You know, it, it doesn't exist the same way anymore. You need to go online and find your particular social media community who's just as obsessed with the new Lord of the Rings show as, as you are. But there's nothing in between anymore. And in a time where 
religion, politics, mask wearing, whatever these things are that tend to kind of become fraud issues when you talk about them with strangers, we, we don't have that other thing we used to be able to talk about, which is one or two TV shows that more or less most people are watching. You're, you're so right. At the like, same time. I remember watching the Cheers finale in a bar. It was an event. People came to watch yeah, the exactly. final episode of Cheers. And I remember going to school on a Friday morning and everybody had to sit down and dissect the Seinfeld episode from the from the night before. Yeah. We, 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 it, there was a community around television, Randy. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And again, it doesn't replace other forms of community, right? It's not a greater community than, sure. <laughs> than family or church or something, but it's something, right? There's something kind of enjoyable about, you know, making a, uh, make, that's what she said, right? Your ability to just say random things, let's say from The Office or a different TV show, yeah. and other people pick it up and they know what you're talking about. It creates a kind of a middle space where no matter, again, no matter what your Europeans about everything else going on in the world, you kind of know, oh, yeah, Michael Scott's pretty funny. Yeah, I can, I can connect with you on that front. And we've just lost it. Now we talk about streaming. What platform do you use? And, oh, I haven't seen that show. I haven't seen that show. I haven't seen that show. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm not sure if we're better off or not, because you know what? We It's a lot more convenient, for sure. We understand that. But even beyond that, TV is not what TV was back when you and I are talking about. It's, I mean, I mm-hmm. read a book recently called The Golden Age of Television, you know, Sopranos and Breaking Bad and these stories, sure. because it's an elevated art form now, right? I mean, it's it's not yeah, just TV. So. Yeah, so where, where, I, where I, you know, note that with a bit of a lament is as a working novelist, um, and as somebody who teaches novels and, and writes about them, etc., back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, maybe even in the 80s, there were certain novelists whose work everybody at a certain level would, would, would feel like they're supposed to read to be part of some larger, important conversation. And you would kind of say, you could signal as much, oh, you're reading the new, uh, the new John Updike novel, the new Saul Bellow novel, what, you know, the new Margaret Atwood novel, there would be whatever it would be to kind of signal something. And now it's, I watch season five of The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> and it's undeniable, as you were saying, that at the level of quality, sophistication, the seriousness of the acting, the budgets put in for production values, we are in unprecedented territory. I mean, this new, um, I think, frankly, mediocre Lord of the Rings series. What's it called again? Lord of the Rings? I haven't even watched that one yet. See? There you go. Rings of Power. A billion-dollar budget, and they couldn't even come up with a title that didn't repeat words in it, right? <laughs> but, you know, like they spent, uh, the estimate is close, you know, three-quarters of a billion dollars to create one season of television. And, and the interesting thing there is they're proud of it. 
right? It's a kind of a business statement on Amazon's part. This is how committed we are to, yeah. quote, unquote, making great television. The interesting thing is this. 20 years ago, that time you were talking about that book, The Golden Age of Television. So just around the same time as Breaking Bad and The Sopranos, there was also the David Simon show, The Wire. That's right. You ever see that? Oh, absolutely, right? yes. So, so I, I missed it. I totally missed it back in the day. And I watched one season of it over the summer. It is amazing. Incredible. As, as drama, but the quality of the camera, the quality of the scene setting is, is kind of embarrassing compared to your average streaming show on Netflix today. And it doesn't matter because the storytelling and the acting is so good, right? But then, and so in that case, you know, no one else is talking about The Wire right now. So that's kind of freeing. So I can watch all, whatever it is, six or seven seasons on my own. And I don't feel like I have to worry about whether or not anyone else is, right? Um, but in the meantime, with quote-unquote new shows, it's hard. I'll say one other thing. You might have seen this. In August, uh, one of the television critics for the New York Times had this really um, kind of funny essay about fall television. So I, I suspect many of our listeners are what I'm talking about. There would have been, for years, the, the fall meant back to school. It meant, you know, kind of the, the lead up to Christmas, the back to kind of life uh, after vacation. But also there was the quote-unquote fall TV season. All the new shows debuting, right? Yes. All the pilots, all the returning shows. And he was basically saying, that's gone now. There's no sense of season anymore to, to TV shows, right? Netflix will drop Stranger Things mid-August of who knows when, and boom, that's it. There's no, there's no kind of sense of rhythm to it. But fall TV used to be a thing, right? Yes, you're absolutely right. Uh Another thing that I think we share is the groan and, and the frustration when people yeah. suggest things. Why is that, Randy? I, I have this weird response. Like if somebody suggests something to me, it knocks it down several notches and makes me not yeah, want to yeah, watch right. it. Exactly. <laughs> because um, because almost always, it, it's almost always like these conversations are scripted because it kind of goes like this, right? Have you seen X? No. Oh, how could you not have seen it? You need to see it. I can't believe you haven't seen it. Yeah. And all of that works against you. They, by the end of that whole <laughs> song, you, you just think, well, I don't, now I definitely don't want to watch this because it's such a burden. Yeah. Now I have you, right? I, I have really good friends who have never seen Stranger Things. And I have spent probably five years harassing them to watch it. And they will never watch it now because I've, my friend said to me, he said, you kind of ruined it for us because you put so much pressure on us to watch it. It can't live up to the pressure. We're never watching it now. The other thing, like you remember when Sopranos ended and it was that horrible finale and that's all anybody yeah. talked about for a week. Now, sure. if you walked into the office and said, did you say everybody's, oh, I haven't seen it yet. I have, don't tell me. Don't tell yeah, me. Yeah, I haven't absolutely. seen it yet. How many times have you heard that? Exactly. Because you're, because you're out of... You're out of sync. Yes. <laughs> right? You're out of sync with everybody else. Awesome insights, and so Randy. You, and I think we've all yeah. lived it. We've all experienced it. And uh, just longing for simpler times, maybe, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe that is part of it. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Randy. I appreciate your time. You're welcome. You have a good day. You too. That is Randy okay. Boyagoda, who is a novelist and a professor of English at the University of Toronto. His latest novel, Dante's Indiana, has yet to become a television series, and I, he's so right. And when you think about it, how different television used to be.